Hi everybody, Dr. Amy Spolster here. Um, welcome to a little tip for you doctors out there. As most of you know, in Focus and Focus Educational Services and in our seminars, we are here, I am here to help chiropractors um, learn more about working with kids with neurodevelopmental challenges. And by the way, some people don't even really know what that is, and I, and I get that. What we're talking about are behavioral learning, socialization challenges, developmental challenges. Um, in regards to kids and adults. And I know that so many of you doctors out there want to be working with this demographic. And one of the biggest challenges that I hear um, and that people want to know, and we spend a lot of time teaching in Focus Educational Services is, look, I know I can help this um, demographic. I know it's important that they're in my office and getting checked um, and adjusted. And the problem is, is that when these kids come in, they off, you know, because they have so many challenging behaviors, um, they make a mess in my office. They create chaos in my office. My staff gets stressed. My other practice members get stressed out. And unfortunately, I've heard a lot of times that doctors are like, it actually hurts my practice to take care of these kids. And so I feel stuck because what do I do? I know they need me, but I don't know what to do. So obviously, we spend a lot of time teaching this at Focus Educational Services and our seminars. Um, but I want to give you guys some really quick tips. Um, we're not going to teach all of the underlying why in this video, but I just want to give you guys something you can do right now to improve the outcomes of working with kids in this demographic, kids and adults. Um, so first of all, understand that a lot of these deflected behaviors, whether it's OCD, whether it's hyperactivity, whether it's stimming or screaming or emotional dysregulation, these act, these behaviors increase when stress increases in, and anxiety increases in these children. So what the other piece of that is, is that we need to understand that when we have a decreased ability to predict what's coming next or predict the future events, then we have an increased amount of anxiety. All of us do, right? If you decrease the ability to predict, you increase the anxiety. The problem with that, with a lot of these kids, is that then we see an, we see it, an increased amount of the behaviors, right? Which then can create a cascade of problems in our office. So here's some things that you can do right away to help decrease the stress by increasing prediction. First of all, there's a lot of things you can do starting with the phone call, the staff. What I want you to do is have your staff ask the parent who's calling in, are there specific triggers? Does, do loud noises, do lights, um, do babies, um, other kids, are those triggers for your child because we want to make sure that we have the best environment for your child when they come in for a first visit and then you can modify it from there as well. Um, so just ask them. They'll be really thankful that you're asking and then you can try to modify and say, okay, we want to have this child come in not around other kids if, kid, if other kids are a trigger or a stressor or if babies are. We have that a lot. Actually, there's a reason for that which we'll teach you. Um, or loud music or music at all. You might want to have them come in at lunch when you can turn down the music, turn off the music, turn off the lights, whatever you need to do. Right there, that's huge. You're getting buy-in from the parent because you're asking them, what can I do for you? You're showing that you understand more about their child and are willing to adapt, and you're decreasing the stress for that child when they come in, and so you're decreasing the stress in your office. That's one. Number two, we want to increase prediction. I want you to literally go around your office and take pictures 
or a video tour, even better, but take pictures. I recommend doing both of all the different parts of your office, especially in a first visit. If you're doing x-rays, if you're doing scans, whatever you're doing, take pictures of that. And so you can actually send that to the patient or the parent beforehand, and you can have the child watch the video, look at the picture, so they can increase their ability to predict what it's going to be like when they come to your office. That's huge. It seems silly. It may seem really um, basic, especially for some of your older kids or adults. I'm telling you, it's a game changer game changer. Next thing, you can have a separate room that maybe isn't always a separate room, one of your extra consult rooms or a different um, a different office that you can actually say, hey, I know this kiddo that comes in has a lot of hyperactivity, needs to touch everything, is going to be driven by a motor and running around my office, which could create stress for them, stress for their parents, and a lot of stress for your practice members and staff. So you have a procedure. Maybe your procedure is they come in and they get to go to this special waiting room. Maybe your procedure is they get to hang in their car for a little bit until it's time for them to be ready and your staff calls them in depending on the amount of behavior and the amount of stress it creates for them and your and your practice members then when you see an improvement with that and they can sit in the waiting room and, and not have so many deflective behaviors you know that's huge progress and that's a win um, and the last thing is as far as your other practice members and your patient base if they're not used to seeing this type of behavior or these kids when they come in and, and I've heard this a lot from a lot of you doctors um, that it can create stress for your other practice members which of course you don't want to do use this as an education point you should say to your practice members look you see that we work with some challenging behaviors. We're here to help these kids, and here's why. Here's why we need to help them. We're working with brain-to-body connection. We're working with, you know, you educate them on chiropractic, the subluxation, the nervous system, and why these kids need to be seen, and guess what they're going to say? That's super cool. So you had a major impactful communication and patient education moment when instead of being like nervous, um, oh no, it's creating stress, you just straight up, you just address it right away and say, look, I know some of that is challenging. Um, look, that's stressful for the family. Can you imagine the other stresses that they have in their life? You saw what was going on in the waiting room. We love these kids. We love these families. We're here to help them. And here's why we help them. Here's how we help them. Guess what? That patient is going to love you and respect you even more, and they're going to go out and tell their, and tell their friends and family. So hopefully that helps. Um, try these things immediately, even if you don't totally fully understand them. That's what we're teaching about why and how and developmental hierarchies. But just take these and use them, and uh, you'll see things change in your office. Have a great one.